My name is Sophia Osborne, and you're listening to the Root and STEM podcast, a podcast exploring issues and stories in STEAM education. For this episode of the Root and STEM podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking to Abby Laxon, an aspiring astronaut. At just 24 years old, Abby is already a junior space operations engineer with MDA Space, the Canadian space technology company behind the Canadarm. I wanted to talk to Abby about how she made her dream of working in the space industry come true and any advice she has for younger aspiring astronauts. I guess the sort of classic first question would, of course, be how did you first become interested in space? Uh, Yes, of course. (laughs) So I was in grade 10. I was trying to figure out like what courses I would need to take to align with what I wanted to do in university. And so I knew that I liked math and science. So it was a given that I would go into like dash one math and then also like do all like three sciences that are offered in the school curriculum. And then with that, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I could, you know, go through like being a scientist or like doing something with medicine or going into nursing and so forth and also engineering. And I always had like the picture of my head that I wanted to be an engineer, but I also didn't know uh, what I wanted to do with it. So it was a summer from grade 10 to 11 that I went camping with my family and I've never like gone camping to the Rockies before. And so I went camping for the first time and as cliche as it sounds, like I kind of had my epiphany there when I was camping and under the night sky with no light pollution that I was like, you know what, I wanna go to space. And I think that kind of has something related with engineering. So I was like, okay, I'll be an aerospace engineer. I think that's what I'm going to aim for. So I'm going to try to align all my classes from grade 11 and 12 to fit the requirements for university to, you know, follow that path. Uh, I guess that's just how it started. And I was like, you know, I want to go to space. And yeah, and it's all where it started. How did your parents feel about it when you were in high school and had this realization? Both of my parents have STEM backgrounds. And so when they heard I wanted to go into STEM, like it wasn't anything like you know, surprising, but they were very encouraging, but they knew that like, they wanted to see how, I guess, resilient I was to the idea because it's such like a long-term goal. And like, obviously, like when you're still like 15, 14, it's like, you can't really plan yet. So they were trying to like, be realistic with me saying like, okay, like you want to go for this goal, but they're like, you know, there's certain steps that you have to research about and how you're going to get there. So they were encouraging in that way, but they were also being realistic about like, you have to think about like the what ifs and like the actual process of getting there. Yeah. So could you talk a bit about what you did before university to kind of take those steps towards your goal? Yeah. So through the research that I did, trying to figure out kind of what steps I need to take from high school all the way till you know, having an actual career, I figured out the best thing I could do when I was like 15 was to join Air Cadets. And Air Cadets is also like on a national level, like they have it in different cities around Canada. Also, I found out a lot of Canadian astronauts had also done some type of like military training and cadet training when they were younger or in their like career later on. But that was also because in space, a lot of the people who went to space or trained in the space industry were kind of from a military background. So it just seemed fit to go through that. So I entered cadets in grade 11. I was super late because you're supposed to start cadets when you're in grade seven. 
but I joined like five years later. I'm like, oh, I can do it now. <laughs> and I learned a lot about, yeah, like kind of the military lifestyle, doing survival training, learning about planes. A, a lot of astronauts also do some type of, you know, flight training. And we also got to do that as well. Not necessarily by ourselves, but with like someone, a supervisor. And it kind of paved the path of like, okay, I think this is what I want to do. Cause I found it really interesting. It was also kind of like a testing ground if I actually wanted to pursue trying to be an aerospace engineer, trying to work in the space industry. So it was a confirmation in cadets that like I wanted to do this. And then you went to, was it space camp that you went to after high school? Oh, yes. Uh, that was actually, yeah, it was during university. It was right after my first year of university. I went to the Advanced Space Camp Academy in Huntsville, Alabama. And that was also like just like another confirmation of like, is this what I actually really want to do? And it like got me even more fired up. And I was like, hey, I have to like see this through now. Like it has to just like, I have to go through this path. And it was such like an eye-opening experience and also working with like people around the world. It was also the same thing like cadets. Like we did lessons and in flight training and then also like Russian even, obviously like space history. And then also got to do like teamwork and some survival stuff. Same thing as cadets, but just like more so space related. And that's also where like everything just took off in my mind. And like, I and then people saw that I was wearing my blue flight suit and that I had done this training. So people like took my dream and like you know goal more seriously after that and I really appreciated it. So could you tell us a bit about what you did in university to help achieve this goal of working in space science? Okay so starting first year of university I wasn't actually in engineering. I didn't have the the high school average at the time which was like insanely crazy high. <laughs> so you know, things obviously aligned later and it worked out. But in my first year, I was in computing science at the University of Alberta. And I did my first year there, did a lot of coding stuff. I knew that I wanted to try moving into engineering. So I reapplied to be transferred in the winter semester. And then, yeah, just like things like we're just going my way through this year because right after I got into EDGE, that's when I went to the space camp in the summer. So just like things were just compiling of like, okay, this is like, you know, happening for real. Like you're really moving on. And did you specialize in mechanical engineering? So yeah, I, I, I put mechanical engineering to be like my top choice. And just because that it was like the most broad discipline that was able to be relatable into the space industry. I know that I could have chosen like electrical or software or materials eng, like all of those are all really important to the space industry, but I definitely like the design aspect of what mechanical engineers do. So that's kind of what I wanted to go through. So yeah, I got into mechanical eng, so I am specialized in mechanical engineering for my degree. And so during university, you were also involved with the Alberta SAT team which is a student group that built the first satellite ever made and launched in Alberta. And I saw that you also started a student group called the Student Team for Alberta Rocketry Research, or STAR. Could you tell us a bit about your experience in extracurriculars during university? Working with AlbertaSat, it kind of gave me the, well, it definitely gave me the opportunity to make connections in the right field. My, the job that I got into, like they knew that I was working with Alberta Sat, even though they're based in Brampton, Ontario. So it's like working with Alberta Sat and also creating Star. They were basically like how I got my job 
because they were like the most relatable experience that I had coming from university. And I wasn't also in the co-op program. Like I had to, like I was a traditional student, so I didn't have to like find work. But because of that, it gave me the opportunity to work with like projects that were related to my field so that I could kind of prepare myself for like, oh, these are the experiences I've had from university that are applicable to the job that I want in the future. I don't think I would be able to like do what I'm doing without working with Alberta Set and STAR. And I would honestly tell like students, like you have to get involved in school. Like I really think like that's where you make your base connections to get you further in your career later when you graduate. And then also like making friends who are, you know, interested in the same things as you are too, right? So you graduated in 2020. Could you tell us a bit about how your opportunity at MDA Space came about? So in the last year of engineering students, they have to do a capstone project. And this capstone project is working with someone in the industry as like a client, and you're supposed to make something for the client. And based on like, oh, if you're a mechanical engineer, you're going to make like a design for them. At the time, I was able to work with MDA for my capstone project. And then for the four months that I was working on my capstone, I got to work closely with the client and we also got to do presentations with them and also presented to MDA. And they ended up also even flying out from Brampton to come, even come see our presentation here in Alberta, which is really sweet. I really liked it. That was really awesome. And it was a good idea because we ended up becoming friends. Like we went out for dinner with our client after I told them, like, I wanted to work for MDA. Like I see myself working in this company. And so after that, he, you know, stayed connected. And then he did get me like a perspective higher interview in March, but obviously like things went down in March, 2020. So I still had the interview. And they liked me, so they were just waiting for a job posting, but it never came around because of COVID and they didn't really know like where it would end up. And then finally, like one of my friends uh, who I worked with at Alberta Sad, Kasia, she works at the Brampton location and she noted my name down to her manager. So the manager ended up reaching out to me in like late September. And then I did an interview with them in October and then I got the job with them in November and I was like super excited. A lot of emotions because when they told me about this job, they were like, oh, it's in uh, St. Hubert. And I was like, where is St. Hubert? (laughs) And they're like, oh, it's beside Montreal. You're going to be working at the Canadian Space Agency. And I was like, no way. At first, I was like happy. Like, I never thought that I would be able to work at the Canadian Space Agency since like it's such like a, I don't know, like a golden place for people who are in space industry here. But at the same time, like it was just totally out of like where I had thought I was going to end up because I thought I was going to either be in Ontario or BC because that's kind of like where the two main branches are of MDA but I didn't realize like people at MDA also get contracted by the CSA to work in St. Hubert which is like right beside Montreal so hence why I'm here now in Montreal. I don't know if this is like classified information but like what kind of projects and stuff are you working on? Mm -hmm. I can give you like the very like high level work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So my job is I am helping with the operations team at the CSA and we're like the engineering support for the people who are down in mission control in Houston. So uh, whenever they have to use the Canada Arm 2 on the International Space Station, our team kind of monitors their movements, helps them with like advice of like, oh, hey, don't do this, do that, that's better. Or like you're going over the forces of like a certain like uh, joint on the arm. We're kind of like checking like they're kind of working within like the working range and like not deteriorating 
of any way of like any components on the Canada arm and also to make sure it doesn't hit any structures, you know, because that would that would be like not a good reason. <laughs> so we're just we're like the back room of the back room of the mission control. And yeah, it's super exciting. Like I get to see things happening in real time soon. And I'll also be a soon certified to also help and be part of that team. But right now I'm just like training to be one of those like certified engineering support groups. So I know that you just started at MDA Space and it's so exciting and new and everything, but I did want to ask about your hopes for the future. Mm -hmm. It's still something I think about. I mean, yeah, since I just started, but like I'm always trying to think of like what is going to be the next step. So there are kind of like two options that I am kind of going for. So it's either that I wait every four years for the Canadian astronaut candidacy that they do so the csa does hire new astronauts every like so and so years but they're really selective like they only pick two people out of like everyone who applies nationally and so it's a little bit harder to get into or i could become like i'm like working for a third-party company as like an operator or like as an astronaut for them kind of like how spacex has their own astronauts and they're start having their own astronauts it's like I could potentially work for a company that needs their own astronauts not some not like an astronaut that works for the government but rather for like a company and that's kind of like another path I would also choose the third path which I'm also down for is just being like a tourist to go to space like I wouldn't mind either like I just want to go to space because I think it's like super cool and I would want to do it in my lifetime but I wouldn't be bummed if like I never like also became one, but I'm still kind of still going for it. And you manifest that, right? You got to manifest this energy. But realistically, I think I could actually run as a Canadian astronaut though. Like the, well, the plan A as like a Canadian astronaut is what I'm trying to go for. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to ask you, I guess, sort of on a more serious note about how it feels being a woman in space science. It seems like such a male dominated industry. I mean, I... I try not to see it that way because, or I guess the people I work with on my team, I have, it's an even amount of men and women, one extra woman, so we're actually the majority at the moment. I feel like in school, there are like mainly just men and, you know, like there's like the 20% of women in in classes or like when you see around campus, but being a woman in STEM and like in space science, like I try to actually keep myself like humble as much as possible because I don't want to flaunt it too much that like I'm the only girl because I want to normalize it that it's okay for me to be there like I'm you know allowed to be there so like when people like ask me like oh what do you do for work and I'm like oh like I'm a space ops engineer for uh, the CSA and for MTA and they're like what that's so cool like I don't know that many people especially like women I'm like well yeah there are women who do this like it's it's nothing different but I definitely like it does empower me like internally when I tell myself things but I try to like be humble about as much as possible and also like reach out to like you know younger women out there who also want to do the same thing like you definitely can it's like not not normal it is normal for you know you to be interested it's like for everyone totally well on that note I did want to ask if you had any advice for girls or young women who want to work in space science or are aspiring astronauts? Oh, yes. I think what helped me when I was younger was I was trying to find astronaut examples to myself. So like I would like search about like, oh, 
who were like the different like astronaut women that had gone to space or who are working as astronauts. And I was, I read, read their story online and kind of like tried to relate it into my life and like seeing like the path they took and also telling yourself like, it's really just like from what you want and not from what the world wants and what they see. It's what you see yourself as. Well, thank you so much, Abby. And thanks everyone for tuning in to the Root and Stem podcast. Check out the Root and Stem magazine at pinoa.com for more information about space science.